my practical people. Welcome to another episode of The Practical Therapist. Today, I'm going to discuss what sensory-based chews are and how they can be used. If you haven't already, go and listen to Bye Bye Binky Episode 1, and then come back and listen to this episode, which is Episode 2. However, before I get started, please listen to the following disclaimer. The information presented in this podcast is not to be used as a substitute for a formal speech-language evaluation to be completed by a licensed and ASHA-accredited speech-language pathologist. Additionally, it is advised that if you as a parent have more questions about whether a sensory-based chew would be appropriate for your child, you need to contact a speech-language pathologist licensed in your state to complete an evaluation to determine whether a sensory-based chew would be appropriate as part of your child's speech therapy plan. I always recommend that the parents that I work with always contact me first if they have questions so that they can make the appropriate choice under the supervision and guidance of an expert. Also, for any of my listeners outside of the United States, please search for information about speech-language pathology in your home country if your country has a comparable program to that of the United States. The information I present in this podcast is for educational purposes so that you as the parent or caregiver are aware of items on the market that may help your child more effectively wean from a pacifier. Now, with that being said, let's get to it. In episode one, I talked about three questions that parents often ask when it is time to wean their child from a pacifier. Let's review. One, is it that bad that my child still sucks a pacifier? Two, what can I do? He or she cries if I try to take it away. And three, can't I just give it to them at night? As I stated in episode one, these are all understandable questions especially when I, as a speech therapist, is not there with you all day, when little James or little Jessica is crying to the top of their lungs and you've given in because, well, it's late, your child has been crying for 30 minutes and you have to get up and go to work in the morning. Also in episode one, I discussed the following as a solution. Substituting a highly desired item in place of your child's pacifier during what I like to call the weaning period. So, In order to know what a sensory-based chew is, I need to define what sensory and oral stimulation mean in the context of a child not wanting to let go of his or her pacifier. According to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, the word sensory can be defined as of or relating to sensation or to the senses also known as sensory stimulation. Oral sensory stimulation with regard to the pacifier can be defined as the comforting or soothing behaviors that the sucking motion of the pacifier reinforces. If you think back to when your toddler was an infant, think about how giving them a pacifier may have immediately calmed them or helped them fall asleep. The sucking motion of the pacifier that your now older child engages in has the same calming effect. However, Now, the only difference is that prolonged use of the pacifier can have negative effects on your child's developing communication skills. Next, I am going to list several types and designs of oral sensory chews currently available on the market. First, we have chewable necklaces. These chews can be of various shapes and sizes, for example, ranging from a circle and diamond shape to the shapes of animals. These chews are usually sold with a necklace cord so that the child can easily access it to put it into their mouth. Second, we have chewable bracelets. These chews can be of various sizes and colors. However, the chew tends to be designed 
to where the chew can easily slide over the child's wrist so that the chew can easily be brought to the mouth when the child raises their arm. And third, we have grabbers that spell G-R-A-B-B-E-R-S. These chews can be of various colors, sizes, and designs. However, the most popular designs are those that are shaped to look like the letters P or X. The grabbers are designed for continuous oral exploration and for single-handed use. Here are some things to note on the material, designs, size, and whether the chews are textured or non-textured. All chews purchased from a reputable company should be made of medical grade material for durability. A reputable company should also offer chews of various sizes to accommodate the different age levels, as well as offer different designs to give the purchaser a selection of options. This is important, especially when purchasing a necklace or bracelet for an older child so that the chew will look socially appropriate when being worn by the older child. And lastly, the purchaser needs to decide whether a smooth, non-textured chew would be appropriate for their child or whether a textured chew, say with raised bumps, would be appropriate, depending on the child's level of need when it comes to the sensory-seeking input they desire when sucking on a pacifier. Just remember that this strategy of winning an older child from a pacifier is more effective the younger they are. The older a child becomes, the harder it can be to go through this process. Now, that concludes another episode of The Practical Therapist. Don't forget that you can become a supporter. Check out my link at anchor.f as in Frank, m as in Mary, slash practical therapist, slash support. Here you can support this podcast for as little as 99 cents per month to help sustain future episodes. Thanks for listening and remember new episodes every Friday.